What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another episode of One Piece TV Talk. We're on episode three. And you know how like last week at the end of last week's episode, I was talking about how, you know, it's it's sometimes when you lean into the goofiness of a thing, you can actually tell really, you know, emotionally touching stories. And my goodness, we got that here with the exploration of kind of a tale of the boy who cried wolf, right? Except here, it's the guy who cried pirates. He's best friends with this kind of sickly Alice in Wonderland who's kind of trapped in Wonderland that is being ruled by a Cheshire cat of, of sorts. Except that that cat, of course, is a pirate because as we've talked about before, they're all pirates. Also, in this episode, we got a chance to see that, okay, I get that this universe benefits from not asking too many questions, right? Like, I, I think I'm picking up on that. And then at the same time, I do kind of wish... I had a little bit more, just a little bit more of a better understanding. For, for example, right? Like, okay, Luffy and uh, the clown pirate, we know that they ate the demon fruit and so they have these kind of special abilities, right? Well, then we see cat pirate guy, butler guy, cat pilot, pirate butler, cats, you know, the musical cats, cats the pirate. We see that he has this kind of power of shifting around. Is the idea that he too also ate a demon fruit? And then also, you know, we also find out that Clown Pirate isn't the biggest bad there is. There's always a bigger bad. <laughs> Specifically, there's always a bigger fish, and there's also always a bigger bad. And it looks like we've got Shark Guy. So Shark Pirate is somebody that even Clown Pirate is kind of freaked out by. Shark Pirate is actually more shark than pirate. At least he's like more shark than man. He talks specifically about humans as if there's something separate to him. And so even as I'm sitting here and like looking at the fish guy that comes to apprehend him, and then, you know, Shark captain coming into the play and I'm sitting here like okay did they all eat demon fruit and then it just occurs to me Bo calm down you're not supposed to ask questions you're just supposed to go with it plus if you think about like comic book universes which is this is clearly supposed to be taking a large inspiration from not everybody gets their power from the same source right it's not Star Wars like they you know some one dude's an alien one guy's a mutant and one person has a magic weapon and this one ate a, you know, magic fruit and that one over there got bit by a radioactive spider and the other one's blasted with gamma radiation from Planet X. I mean, we could take time to explain all of the origin stories here or we could just look at all the fun characters with all their amazing powers and go with it and focus more on the story as opposed to the origins. I'm really saying this to tell myself this so I can just kind of get over it and not wonder like constantly who ate a demon fruit and who didn't. It, it doesn't seem to matter. And that's fine. It creates a lot of great challenges and kind of those super heroic elements into this world, which to some extent makes Luffy less special, the fact that he has these special abilities that everybody's kind of like reacting to, but puts it more into context, right? Like it's not that he has special abilities. It's just that the special abilities he has are unique to him. I don't know. This is just, this is just how I'm kind of, you know, reconciling it all in my head. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is we get introduced to a new character here, uh, blanking on his name again, just saw the episode, but uh, you know, he's kind of this guy who's crying pirates. He's going around. He's constantly telling people the pirates are coming. The pirates are coming. But then the pirates never come. Ironically, this time the pirates do come. But it's our friends, and they're all coming into town looking for a ship. Luffy decides he wants to be the greatest pirate of all time, so he's going to need the goat of ships, and he finds a ship with a literal goat in front of it. Not only that, but the dude calling pirates is the son of one of the pirates that helped raise him. Which kind of, you know, has a lot of probably mixed emotions tied with that. On the one hand, it's like, oh, snap, you knew my dad? And then on the other hand, it's like, oh, snap, my dad raised you? Uh... Why why he raise you and not me when he was supposed to come get me? He's not telling people the pirates are coming 
because he's trying to draw up fear or make him freak out. It's because he's longing for his dad to come home and be with him because his mom's dying. And then that's, you know, juxtaposed with this girl that he's somehow connecting with this emotional thing of his mom dying and then his best friend's dying. But then his best friend is kind of, he wants to be more than a friend, which is a whole nother thing. He's telling her all these fantastic stories for these fantastic adventures when all along he's just going around scrubbing up ships, but it's making her happy. And despite all of these tragic things happening to her, in the midst of this kind of like grand over the top, you know, abundance of wealth and decadence, she's literally dying in sorrow. So having some folks like the crew come in and inject some liveliness to it, some fun, some happiness, especially in the midst of, you know, cat pirate guy trying to poison her and take her shipyard. It's, it's the perfect timing. I like that she also got a chance to sit down with Nami because this is a character that we know that she's like out here stealing stuff. We don't really know what her connection is with this kind of mysterious person on the other side of the snails, which she has now been disconnected from. But we get a little bit more of kind of the core sense of who she is, right? She's out here trying to eat the rich, then she meets the rich, and now she's like, ah, let me put at least one of these things back, <laughs> you know? And I really liked the honesty in the scene where, like the, the sickly Alice girl, where she's like saying like, don't pity me, like everybody pities me. And, you know, Nami's like, I, you know what? I won't. I know that for many people who have been through a lot of hardships, especially through long illnesses, that can be such a like frustrating thing. Even for people who have lost folks, where like sometimes you almost want to just go somewhere else where people don't know what your history is, where people don't want to know what you've suffered or what you have currently suffering, just so they can treat you normal. So you don't look at their face and see their concern and it constantly reminds you of how terrible things are. I really, there was a lot of honesty in that scene. I thought it was beautiful. Now I've hesitated to make the connection in the previous two episodes just because I wanted to kind of get more of a sense of who her character is. But I will say that, you know, making kind of some connections with actual historical pirates, it's hard not to look at Nami and immediately run right to Anne Bonny. Anne Bonny, of course, actual pirate from history. She was in this abusive marriage. She finds this guy named Jack. They kind of hit it off. They decide they want to run away together. They do. Jack used to be a pirate. They go off, form their own pirate crew. And interestingly enough, their Jolly Roger, something that is referenced heavily in this episode, would go on to become the most famous Jolly Roger of all time, which is the, you know, the skull and the cross swords underneath it. Anne is extremely iconic. She's this beautiful femme fatale, red-haired pirate. Nine times out of ten, if somebody is drawing or like conceptually coming up with a fictional female female pirate, they're going to go to the well of Anne Bonny just because of kind of that classic look. There were more female pirates than just Anne Bonny, but she is by far the one that everybody draws from, from that initial inspiration. So as we have kind of our main female pirate on, you know, the team here, it's no wonder that they're going to be drawing some inspiration. There. And that being said, other than the red hair and obviously a very attractive actress, there's, there's just not a whole lot that we've seen yet with her backstory that connects with Anne Bonny, which is why I haven't yet really drawn from that for the podcast. Now, that being said, talk a lot about Anne Bonny in our Calico Jack episode that uh, for my kind of review of pirate series that's on our Eversale channel, link in the description for this podcast if you want to learn more about that. Pink hair dude is like really rising up the ranks in the Marines. It's clear that there's like this, you know, I don't know, the captain or the, the chief, whatever his name is, he's really got an eye for this kid and he really wants him to advance into whatever the next level of Marines are. Maybe he sees him as the next successor or maybe there's even something more nefarious that we don't even know about yet. Regardless, he makes him kind of the head of the cadets and sends him off to go and find the straw hat pirates, which we know now are off captured and thrown down the well in Wonderland. But I love the scene at the very tail end where uh, dude who cries pirates, gotta learn his name, ah, 
He's sitting there and he's like, you know, nobody's going to believe me. All of a sudden we slide the camera over and it's pink haired dude. And he's like, I believe you. And man, like it's this conflicting emotion, right? Because on the one hand, it's like, oh, hey, the gang's getting back together. Oh yeah, wait, he's here to hunt them. But he needs help right now because Luffy just drank all the poison and his friends are down the well. So next episode, I am expecting a lot and I'm really excited to see it. What are your thoughts on the series so far? Are you enjoying it? Let me know what you think. What am I getting wrong too? Because I'm sure that there's some stuff that I'm, I'm getting wrong here, there, and everywhere. But excited to see where it ends up going. Hey, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. I'm incognito. Like I said, we've got links in the description for some more stuff. So be sure to check that out. That's going to do it for us for today. But don't worry. I'll be back in a flash.